Welcome to the Marlborough Monday Espresso podcast. It is the 20th of March. All the talk this morning revolving around Credit Suisse and what happened over the weekend. Ostensibly what looked like a positive news story, the bailout of the bank, turning into a bit of a negative story with what's going on with some of the bonds that are an issue. Before we get into that, let's bring Danny in. Danny is the manager of Marlborough's bond fund. Danny, what's the backdrop to this? Because there's been rumblings around Credit Suisse for a couple of weeks or even months now. Yeah, I think even to say rumblings around Credit Suisse for the last couple of years, following a series of scandals, which they were attempting to recover from with a turnaround for the bank. I think the trouble is, is that that turnaround needed a following wind in order for it to be successful. And the failures we saw in the US banking system last week caused markets to start looking for the next weakest link. That led to some significant, as we now know, sizable withdrawals from Credit Suisse, which led to the Swiss National Bank having to step in with a facility last Wednesday evening for them to call on for liquidity purposes if needed. That got them through to the weekend, but it became apparent that wasn't going to solve the problems. So a swiftly arranged takeover by UBS was sorted out over the weekend. That should have been a very good solution. I think the key problem here is that they decided to give a return to the Credit Suisse shareholders and then wipe out the additional tier one bonds in the capital structure, which is not the norm in these situations. Of course, yeah, as we expect in the capital structure, typically when there's risk, equity holders are the ones that suffer the most risk and bonds are supposed to be protected. Now, you mentioned these additional tier one bonds. What are these? We're going to hear a lot about AT1s in the next couple of days. Give us the background. So these are bond instruments that were intended to provide additional loss absorption capacity in certain circumstances when the capital ratios of the bank fall below a certain level or when the bank actually fails, i.e. the equity gets wiped out. In the case of Credit Suisse, neither of those requirements were met, but the Swiss authorities had the option when they are getting involved in a recovery situation to wipe out those AT1s. If they'd done that, that would have been fine because people knew what they were buying, that these bonds were there for this very purpose. The trouble is that the fact that they've given a return to the equity holders, although despite the fact that it's below Friday's closing level, there was some return to the equity holders, this has called into question the way that the capital structure waterfall now works. So a degree of moral hazard there that's been introduced. Let's talk just about more widely what's been going on in markets. So far, it seems that this isn't a systemic issue. Nathan, markets last week? Yeah, so I think that is an important point. So it is more of a crisis of confidence in a couple of banks, and it's not a financial crisis similar to 2008. And you can actually see that in equity returns last week. So the markets which had exposure to banks, think the UK, think Europe, they've got high exposure to banks. They were weaker. But interestingly, if you look at the NASDAQ, which is the tech heavy index in the US, that was actually up over 5% last week. So you are getting some uh, positive returns coming through. And another thing to point out is that actually bond markets performed really well last week. So this is on expectations that central banks perhaps don't increase interest rates as much and therefore those bonds giving you some really good performance. And the bonds which are issued for longer periods or longer duration bonds giving you some exceptional returns last week. Part of that is around the fact that central banks have also stepped in to provide a coordinated front to provide liquidity to the markets. And that again is helping to provide a degree of confidence to markets. 
You mentioned there rate hikes. We do have a couple of central bank meetings this week. We did have the ECB meeting last week. What happened there? Yeah, so the European Central Bank came out last week and they raised interest rates by half a percent. Now, this was in line with expectations. However, a lot of investors thought that maybe the central bank may not increase interest rates at that level, given everything that was happening in the banking system. So all eyes this week are going to really focus on two central bank meetings. We've got the Bank of England meeting and we've got the Fed meeting. And the big question is there is, will they or won't they raise rates? The Fed is expected, or was expected at least, to raise rates by half a percent. The market is now thinking this might be 25 basis points, if at all. And I think the market now believes that the Bank of England will not raise interest rates from here. So all eyes will be on that this week. Danny, from a bond market perspective, as a practitioner, what are you seeing on the, the chance of rate hikes? The markets are currently pricing in almost a 50-50 chance of a 25 basis point raise in both the US and the UK. We think that the likely scenario, provided markets don't decline dramatically in the next couple of days, is that the Fed is likely to go ahead with 25 basis points because a failure to do so would potentially indicate that they have more concerns about the banking system, which could exacerbate the problems. We, however, think that the UK will probably use this as an opportunity to stay on hold and wait for some further information on the economy because they had been making noises in that direction anyway. So given all the noise, the concerns at the moment, how worried should we be? We don't think that this is a systemic problem in the banking system. This is a series of isolated incidents. Clearly, if we keep seeing lots of isolated incidents, it could become a systemic system. But we're confident that this isn't a credit crisis like we saw in 2008 and that we will be able to get past these problems once the isolated incidents are dealt with. Let's hope that's the case. Fascinating times, and we look forward to speaking to you again next week.